G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, you know, we like to keep up with what's happening when it comes to Christian literature. And each year you may be familiar with the fact that there is an Australian Book of the Year Award for Christians. It's the Australian Christian Book of the Year. There's also some awards for the Young Australian Christian Writer of the Year and Teen Writer Awards too. Michael Colley is the National Director of Sparklet and the Australian Christian Literature Awards Uh, His baby, and he's back with us today to talk about the shortlisted books ahead of the announcement of the winners coming up in August. Hello, Michael. Welcome back to 2020. G'day. Great to be here. Michael, great to talk to you. And when we talk about these books that are shortlisted for the Australian Christian Book of the Year, uh, how are the entries this year? Well, uh, there were uh, 55 entries, and uh, there's a shortlist of eight books, and it was a tough uh, tough decision. There was a, a lot of great books excluded from the shortlist, uh, but all the books on the shortlist are, are terrific books. Okay, so have you got a panel of people who uh, go through a process, uh, reading the books, assessing them, and uh, and putting forward what they believe is the shortlist? How does the process work? Well, there are three judges. Uh, they're from three states, uh, from three uh, denominations, Christian denominations, and uh, uh, one's a pastor, one's a school teacher, and uh, the other's a barrister. Uh, they all have um, theological degrees, and uh, they're all book lovers. Okay. So if you write a Christian book, uh, what sort of criteria do your judges particularly look for? Obviously, they're looking for creativity, but uh, what are the sorts of things that you'd say are part of a criteria for the Australian Christian Book of the Year? There are a number of criteria, and of course, uh, excellence, uh, quality is a criteria, and uh, the appropriateness for the target audience. But the the principal two criteria are um, there's originality. We're looking for an original work, um, an original contribution, and uh, we're looking for uh, a book that's timely or relevant or topical. So that uh, we're looking for books that uh, meet a need for Christian writing in Australia. Okay, you had a big bunch to choose from and your judges came up with a short list. Uh, who's on the short list? Uh, give us some uh, some authors and some titles. Well, there's uh, there are eight books. Um, there's uh, a book that made uh, quite a splash when it came out uh, by Roy Williams, um, In God They Trust, and uh, it looks at the, um, the faith or lack of it of um, Australian Prime Minister's Um, right up to uh, Julia Gillard. Um, There's another book from the Bible Society. Um, It's by Greg Clark, who's the CEO of the Bible Society, and this is really his manifesto. The Great Bible Swindle is the title of the book, and um, the Great Bible Swindle is the fact that the biggest selling book of all time is absent from our school curriculum and increasingly marginalised from um, our public life. Uh, That's the Bible, of course. Um, There's... uh, and in a book by Kel Richards, writing at the height of his powers, uh, it, uh, it's a novel. 
Um, it's a murder mystery, um, and the sleuth is none other than C.S. Lewis. So it's a, it's a historical novel in a sense. It's an imagined conversation between C.S. Lewis and um, and his companions as they uh, try and solve not just the mystery of um, um, a murder, but also um, of um, eternal issues of life and death. So would you say with Kel Richards' new book, it's a little bit along the lines of the way that C.S. Lewis might have written, and uh, he's got C.S. Lewis in the title, C.S. Lewis and the Body in the Basement. Is that, Actually, is that the, what he's... The book's um, really modelled. Um, the, the, the style of the book is very reminiscent of, um, the, of uh, mis, uh, murder mystery writing um, in, in its golden age. Um, and uh, it places um, um, a very lovers of uh, C.S. Lewis might um, hesitate before picking up this novel, but uh, Kel pulls this off. It's uh, it's a very plausible conversation between um, uh, C.S. Lewis, uh, his brother Warney, and um, and a companion as they set off for country for a, for a walk in the countryside, only to be uh, sidetracked by. Um, an inconvenient and solvable uh, murder mystery. I should mention the first two you mentioned on the shortlist list. Uh, The In God They Trust book, uh, Roy Williams, has been our guest on 2020 before and talking about the faith of prime ministers, uh, as has Greg Clark from the Bible Society, uh, who uh, wrote The Great Bible Swindle. So, uh, yes, uh, some familiar names there to many of our listeners here on the 2020 program. Uh, hit us with a few more of those authors and titles that are on your shortlist. There's a book of poetry, uh, Love is the New Black, and this is by Cameron Simmons, um, who's uh, a um, very powerful communicator, and uh, this is a treasure trove of uh, for anyone wanting to breathe life into familiar Bible passages. Um, in this uh, book, uh, most of the uh, most of the contents actually Cameron um, rendering um, Bible stories and Bible passages um, in uh, in a new in a new way. Um, there's also uh, a book by uh, Ken Manley on the way to faith, which is uh, a fresh look at the. Uh, encounters between people and uh, um, and the woman at well and uh, other characters in John's Gospel. So it's uh, it's a fresh look at uh, these familiar um, encounters with people, and it's uh, an invitation to uh, for the reader to encounter uh, Jesus anew. Um, and the last two books, there's uh, a book, uh, "Sorry We Have No Space" by Joseph Wacom, and this is. Um, this is the story of a, um, a Lebanese Christian in Australia who's um, been very active um, in um, amongst um, uh, Arabic-speaking um, migrants, and uh, really, it's a it's a prophetic work in a sense that uh, here's some, a Christian working uh, to defend the rights of uh, uh, Muslim uh, immigrants in Australia, and um, it's it, yeah, it's quite a controversial a controversial figure and uh, but I think a prophetic voice and the, the last book um, is uh, Tactics for Team Ministry an excellent uh, uh, book by Scott Petty and uh, published by YouthWorks in Sydney um, this is a book that um, combines uh, strategy and tactics so that's the, the, the structure and the detail of uh, youth work um, and instead of entertaining people to death um, it's uh, 
uh, urges us to do everything with um, the purpose of discipling uh, young people. And Michael, let me ask you about the quality of writing this year with these shortlisted books and with the others that maybe didn't quite make the shortlist. Uh, how is the quality of Christian writing going in Australia? Uh, the expectation for a book to be shortlisted, it really has to be able to hold its own in uh, um, international competition. So if, if you go along to a Christian bookshop, uh, you'll notice that most of the books are imported. Um, we're not shortlisting books that won't stand up to uh, a scrutiny and comparison with the best in the world. So the books on this list are, um, are all excellent. And we wouldn't, sh- we wouldn't have a book shortlisted that wasn't able to hold its own. Michael, when we talk about the Australian uh, level of uh, Christian writing, uh, you said, you know, it's got to be, it's got to be high quality. It's, it's got to be international uh, in its uh, ability to be able to stand alongside the best in the world. And some of these authors, uh, they're just fabulous authors, and a lot of them are not first-time authors. Uh, a lot of those ones that you've got on the short list have been there many a time before. Yes, well, Kel Richards is certainly no stranger to uh, book lovers in Australia, um, whether they're Christian or not. And um, Simon Kerry Holt also uh, wrote a previous uh, Australian Christian Book of the Year, um, God Next Door. Uh, and uh, there's um, other well-known names here as well. Um, Greg Clark, of course, as we've mentioned, and uh, Cameron Simmons also is making a name for himself. In fact, he, uh, he, he's a professional poet. He lives by uh, performing uh, spoken words. And the challenge there is for writers who think they might be good enough to have a book that could be shortlisted or even win the Australian Christian Book of the Year, but uh, some of the quality that's coming through is so good. You've got to be on your game to actually get a, a, a bit of a, a, a foot in the door. It's, um, I'd say that um, the quality of writing is not necessarily the most important ingredient um, we, uh, I know from my own experience in publishing that uh, a lot of people who write well don't necessarily have anything to say and people who do have something to say aren't necessarily natural writers. Um, but um, you'll find that the people, the authors in this list uh, uh, are fine writers or they're receiving help um, from uh, editors uh, but they all, they're all practitioners um, with uh, experience in their field and uh, a track record, a proven track record in uh, in their area of ministry or um, their field of expertise. So really you have to have life experience um, and uh, to have something to write about. And a lot of these are very good, meaty topics. Uh, you mentioned uh, even controversial when we talked about uh, Joseph Wackham and uh, sorry we have no space. Uh, but the the strength of the things that are being said in uh, books like The Great Bible Swindle and, of course, uh, outlining the lives of Australia's former Prime Ministers, uh, Roy Williams, In God They Trust. Uh, They're significant writings, and some of these will be around for a long time because of the content of the material. Yes, these books, uh, the three books you've mentioned, are very topical because, uh, as everyone will be aware, um, uh, Christians are having to fight for... um, the right to speak um, in the public forum, and uh, it's uh, there's um, uh, an increasingly we live in an increasingly Christophobic society, um, and uh, so uh, each of these books is um, asserts uh, the need for Christians to uh, act and to speak publicly.
Michael, let me ask you about the actual awards event. Uh, for Victorians, it's going to be easier to get there and you can buy tickets and you can go along and be a part of this year's awards. Uh, tell us the details about how people could be at the announcement of the Australian Christian Book of the Year. Well, you can go to our website, sparklit.org, and uh, you can buy tickets online. Uh, you can ring us. Uh, the phone number's also on our website. Um, or you can turn up on the night and uh, we'll be happy to uh, um, welcome you. Um, it's in uh, Blackburn in Melbourne and uh, it's uh, at 7.30 for an 8 o'clock start on Thursday the 14th of August. It's a great night out. Um, we'll, um, we have a speaker, a keynote speaker, who will be uh, Simon Smart and uh, we have uh, a spoken word performer, um, Jessica Santosa. She's um, a performer uh, from Sydney. Wonderful, and uh, of course Simon Smart, uh, also a regular on our 2020 program uh, from the Centre for Public Christianity. And uh, so you've got some great finalists in the lineup, and you've got a great night planned for people who'll go along to the awards ceremony. Uh, I'll just uh, point people to the website once again, www.sparklit.org. And uh, those awards on the 14th of August, that's a Thursday night, in Blackburn North in Victoria, and you can get some tickets through the website. Uh, Michael Colley, uh, I'm sure we'll be talking again in the next little while, and certainly when there's an announcement of the Australian Christian Book of the Year, but uh, always appreciate your insights and to talk to us about these sorts of things, and uh, look forward to actually having a chat with some of these authors who are on the short list as well. Michael, thanks for being with us today on 2020. I look forward to speaking you, uh, with you again. Thank you. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.